Hello, everybody. Welcome to this live stream. So uh, we are doing a live stream on Facebook this morning because I had a bunch of family and friends over yesterday. And as you guys know, it's Christmas. And so I hope you had a wonderful time with your friends and your family. And I'm excited about this morning. Uh, the Lord's just been given some amazing word in prayer. And so why don't we go ahead and begin in prayer today uh, and then let's start the service. So Lord, we just thank you so much for your presence, for your glory. We invite your spirit to just speak and move this morning. And I pray people's lives would be impacted. I pray that we would leave this morning feeling refreshed, recharged, renewed. We thank you that we're almost at the end of this year and it is a new season. I believe new beginnings for many of us. And so we just uh, say, Lord, make our crooked path straight. Lead us, guide us. You are the potter, we are the clay. Lord God, mold us, shape us. And we just invite your presence. Lord, I pray this morning you would use me, Lord God, and that you would, you would speak what you wanna be spoken today, Lord God, that it would, it would be your will, your perfect will. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. So yeah, um, we had some people over yesterday and I'm kind of just getting back in town. You guys probably recall I was in Phoenix the other day. Um, so it's just been a whirlwind. I'm gonna show you this because I was kind of tripping on this myself. Look at this. This is how many conferences I've been a part of this year. Oh my goodness, this is just this year alone. Um, so kind of a lot. Kind of a lot of traveling, and uh, I am praying uh, going into this 2022 season, Lord, use me for the ones that you want me to go to. I don't need to attend everything, and uh, I want to be strategic because God has given much vision for this next year, and so I want to be strategic about that, but it's been a lot of travel, um, and so I'm just thankful that we're going into a new year, a new season, and I know many of you have just uh, had one of those years like me where it's been a year we will not forget, right? Um, but, you know, at the same time, we're here. We've made it through. Hallelujah. Uh, not only are we making it through, but, you know, I believe many of us are thriving. And the Lord, you know, even if you've lost your job or it's been a very difficult season, the word over you, which I believe the Lord has spoke, is that you're going to get a promotion uh, you're gonna you're gonna see increase in favor as the uh, the finances. There's been a lot of prophetic words in this in this uh, this particular subject matter, and I really believe this is from the Lord. But we're gonna see a transfer of the wealth from the wicked to the remnant. And so, uh, if you're willing to to stand firm and stand on the promise of God and live out your calling and your purpose in Jesus Christ, I believe that you're gonna see great favor and blessing. Many doors opened. I just spent last night, I was up very late, uh, you know, spending some time with one of my friends and my dear friend that was here in town. And uh, we were talking about some things in his life. And it's just been so amazing what God's done since he's fully just said, yes, Lord, send me, I'll go. And that's, that's what we're all doing is we're just saying, Lord, send me, I'll go. I'm willing. I want to be used of you. I want to be used of your Holy Spirit. I want to be a, a vessel uh, you know, that you use to bring people into the light and life of your kingdom, Lord. And so anyway, we're going to talk about this morning, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, what that means, what that looks like. And before we get into that, um, so I am going to be doing a Zoom pretty soon. I have uh, the month of January is pretty busy as well. I'm going to be down in Florida again. Um, I think uh, towards the upper part of the state, um, I'll get the details, but it's uh, an event called the Renewal, 
which I believe I'll be uh, participating in. Uh, so that will be down in Florida in the beginning of the month. And then I think I'm still on target to attend the Reawake America Tour, which is going to be in Phoenix um, at the Dream City Church. And I think that's around mid-month in January. Uh, and then in the beginning of February, I'm going to be back down in South Carolina at the Revival Barn. And I would highly encourage you for anywhere near Georgia, South Carolina, if you're able to attend that, that would be amazing. And that's just off the top of my head. I know there's a couple more places, but I have it all on ToddCoconow.com. And uh, so thank you. Uh, we are going to be praying about, these are events that we've already committed to, uh, but we are going to be praying as we go into 20, 2022 to be a little bit more strategic. I'm not sure I'm going to be traveling as much because I really believe that the Lord has uh, more for this community. And I want to make sure that I'm giving the vision for this ministry, the due diligence, and I'm not sidetracked. So uh, I might be kind of ramping down a little bit on some of the speaking engagements, but we'll have to see what the Lord does. It's a very difficult decision because we are seeing a powerful move as we go out. And I am an evangelist. And so when we go out and we see people getting healed and set free and delivered. And so it's all about where we can be most effective and most strategic. And so we're, I'm praying about this. And there's been a couple of opportunities that have also come forth. So I'm going to kind of lay that all out on another day. I don't want to take time in the service to talk about some of these things. Uh, but there's big vision and big faith going into 2022. Hallelujah. Big vision, big faith. And we just want to be about the Lord's business and make sure that it's never about us. It's not about our motives or our, our intentions or what we desire. It's about what the Lord desires, what his Holy Spirit desires for us and how we can be most effective for the kingdom in being about the Great Commission, which is going and making disciples of the nations and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you, there's such a need for this in this hour. People are so hungry. And uh, we just get so many amazing people that, that write us on this channel and share their testimony. And thank you if you've shared it. Uh, thank you if you've, you've shared your prayer requests and also the testimony of how the Lord answered your prayers. Because many of you write me after you send in a prayer request and you say, Pastor Todd, the Lord answered. This is what he did. And that is extremely encouraging and extremely exciting for us to see how the Lord in real time is answering prayers. It's amazing. Uh, we've, we've seen, uh, you know, some stories recently of cancer being completely healed. Uh, somebody that had, it had metastasized. It was all throughout their body. And the doctors are just marveling. Uh, they were like stage four, I think. It was, it was a really bad, you know, they had already pronounced, the, you know, you, this person was going to die. And then all of a sudden they go back in and it's like the cancer is just gone. So miracle, hallelujah. Um, I've seen two people in the last like six months, you know, get up out of wheelchairs and start walking. And, you know, I explained in a live stream the other day, um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't film it because, you know, you're in the, in the moment and you're sitting there watching it. I mean, you're weeping and you're seeing the Lord move. So I wasn't like with my smartphone, like, oh, let me get this on camera. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're seeing powerful things happen all around the country. You know, marriages uh, restored and healed and people repenting. And so I'm just, I'm encouraged about all these things. There is a great harvest. And so we just have to pray about being strategic and Lord, which events you want us to attend? You know, I don't want to be all over the place, like, you know, and then not giving due diligence to this community, which this is our first calling, is this remnant community and what God is doing here all around the world. And uh, we're just so encouraged to see the remnant rising and, and coming together in this hour. It's, it's, you know, I always say this, and I've even caught some flack for it, but it's not about Todd Coconado Ministries. It's not about my name. It's, you know, it's all, it's great to have a name. I mean, obviously we have to have a, a ministry name, uh, but this is about the Lord. It's about his Holy Spirit 
And uh, no, no one ministry can say, oh, this is about us, or this is a move of God, an end time move of God. And we believe the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. And so uh, again, we say like Isaiah chapter six, send me, I'll go. We've answered the call of the Lord. And so here we are. So if you feel led to donate uh, to, to what the Lord is doing here at the, uh, the ministry, uh, you can go to toddcoconato.com, toddcoconato.com, it's just my name.com slash give. And that's how you can give a tithe or an offering. And so let's just pray over that before we get into the message. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each and every person that's tuned in, whether they're live right now or whether they listen later, Lord, this uh, broadcast goes all around the world. And I just pray, Lord God, that each and every person giving today would be blessed and that you'd give back, pressed down, shaken together and running over, Lord God. And Lord God, that um, you own a cattle on a thousand hills. You're, you're never lacking. And so if anybody on here is lacking right now, Lord God, I just pray there'd be a breakthrough. And Lord God, we know that you do say uh, to tithe and to bring the tithes to the storehouse. And so we just thank you for what you're allowing us to do in this ministry. Uh, just this last week, we've been able to help people up in Kentucky uh, that were dealing with the tornadoes, even some people in the local community where I'm at. Uh, also, Lord God, uh, we've just been able to, to, to do so many things, bless so many families, people in this last season uh, because of your generosity. And so we just thank you, Lord God, for continuing this work. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, I'm going to get into the word today, and we're going to be talking about the fruit of the Spirit. And I think this is so important because as we get ready to go in this new year, I've seen a lot of shenanigans. I don't know about you. Uh, that's uh, probably the best word, but just people in the name of Christ doing some silly stuff. And um, we have to remember, because this is the core of who we are, is how to, I, I talk about operating above the line. And when I say that, that just means like, even though somebody's going low, we always stay high. Um, it's important. There's going to be people that are going to accuse you in your life. I've had it happen over the years. There's going to be people that want to come against you. I mean, we're in the Christmas season right now. Some of you may have dealt with some loved ones, some people that wouldn't let you come around because you're unvaxxed or who knows? I mean, there's all kinds of crazy, bizarre stuff happening. And I, I've seen infighting as I've been around the country. I've seen ministers infighting with each other. I've seen uh, people, you know, getting, you know, at odds with each other in the body. And uh, we have to stop this stuff. So the, the key is to knowing how God desires for us to act. And he does desire for us to act above the line. So we have to keep, you know, um, when I was talking with uh, Kaylee McNamara, she was the uh, uh, press secretary for President Trump. I just saw her out in Phoenix. And uh, we were talking about how when she was being attacked, she, as a Christian, because she's a believer, she had to stay above the line. She couldn't go to the vicious attacks of the mainstream corporate media and, you know, and, and get into the mud and start slinging. And it's really easy for us to do that. And I'm going to share some, in the next month, I really, I just feel like, you know, I've been talking about people that have been hurt in the church. And I've, ne you know, in recent months, I have not got more letters. I mean, obviously we got a lot of letters about the religious exemption and things like that, but we're getting a lot of letters about people that, ha that message has resonated. They've said, Pastor Todd, I've been hurt in the church. I've seen things in the church that caused me not to want to even attend a church. And uh, so, you know, we talked about this and, and there was a podcast that I did on this subject matter. Uh, it was called The Underdog. And we, we must have got over 100 letters, maybe more, about people that said, please talk more about this stuff because this is, this is something that I need to hear and we don't hear it talked about often. And so, you know, it's a real eye-opener to me about how many people have been hurt and wounded by so-called Christians 
and we've got to stop it. So, you know, we're going into 2022. We've got a very challenging year ahead. I believe we're going to see a great victory. Uh, prophetically, what the Lord has spoke to me is, is that we're like Caleb and Joshua. And even though there's giants on the land and they're fortified, uh, we're not going to be like those 10 spies that looked and said, oh my gosh, our challenges are too great. How are we going to win? You know, our challenges that the giants are too big. They're too fortified. We're going to be like the Caleb's and the Joshua's and look at this year and say, look, there's some challenges. There's some crazy things going on in our world, but we're going to remember the word of the Lord over our life. He's going to give us a, a full and complete victory. He's going before us like that second Chronicles 20 verse where he wants us to take a position and stand Okay, but at the same time, he's going before us and he's fighting our battles. And so I'm so thankful for that. Um, he responds to the prayers of the righteous, right? So the faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. So God wants us to continue. In fact, he even says in his word, pray without ceasing. So, you know, get into the prayer closet, get, get into your secret place, pray, call upon the name of the Lord. And that's, that's what we're doing. We're believing. I'm just reiterating some things. We're believing that what's been done in darkness is going to be brought to the light in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, that, that nothing, uh, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. No matter how crazy our situation is, we're believing that it's the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. We're standing on what the Lord said to occupy until he comes. So we say all these things. He's with us even until the end of the age. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. I'm just reiterating some of the promises of the Lord that we've talked about. We've talked about our identity in Jesus Christ, what we're capable of doing, that we can literally move a mountain with the faith of a mustard seed. And that big faith, we can do big things because God is a big God. And then he goes before us. He's given us authority to trample on scorpions and devils and that demons flee in the name of Jesus. We've talked about how, you know, the, the Bible talks about the scripture where the demons were saying, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? We never want to be a who are you. We want to be like Peter and Paul. How do we do that? By spending time in the secret place, by having a personal relationship with Jesus, uh, by, by repenting of sin and not engaging in repetitive sin. And uh, these are all challenges, but the Lord gives us a path and an, and an understanding. It's a narrow path that he wants us to walk. In fact, he says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Uh, he says that straight is the way and narrow is the gate that leads into salvation. He says, don't be lukewarm or I'll spit you out. So these are pretty straight out stuff, right? That the Lord is saying. Uh, but he's given us the tools. Every tool that we need is available in our toolbox. Every single thing that we need. And so I'm so thankful for that. And uh, the Lord is going gonna, is gonna to give us everything that we need to advance in the kingdom this year. And so anyway, amazing things. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, but let me read. I'm going to read. If you got your Bibles, you can go ahead and turn to Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22 through 23. And we're going to read the scripture there. It says this in Galatians 5.22 through 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. So we're going to go through these because this is important. So number one thing, and, and it's the greatest, you remember the greatest commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. What's the second? Love thy neighbor. And what, what, is, uh, what is God? God is love, right? I mean, he, he is a, his agape love 
You know, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that who shall ever believe in him shall not perish, but shall have life everlasting. That's one of the most famous scriptures, and it's true. And so if we have that relationship, we've invited Jesus Christ into our heart. We are not citizens of this world, ladies and gentlemen. We are citizens of heaven. We're in it, but we're not of it. And so operating above the line, and that's what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to term this, the phrase is above the line. Walking above the line. So if you're, if you're taking notes, that's what the message is called today. Walking above the line. And that's the fruit of the Spirit. And so showing that love. It is hard sometimes to show love to people that are rude, that are mean, that are disrespectful, uh, that have come against you, that have plotted. I've had people plot and scheme. Uh, I know people that, that's, you know, underhandedly have tried to, you know, they, they flag this, this account. Uh, they try to take down this account because I guess, I don't know, jealous or some other motives. I don't know what they, you know, what the, the motive behind it, but it certainly is of the Lord. Um, slander, accusations. And so how do you navigate that as a believer when the Lord is, is, is asking us to have love and peace and kindness and patience and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control? How in the world do we do that when somebody is attacking us, when a family member, a friend, a loved one, you know, there's a lot of accusation going around. There's a lot of people that are, that are uh, malicious, that are manipulative. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, they're, they're just mean-spirited. And they're manipulative and they're, and they're trying to control you and all these different things. And, and this is something that the enemy tries to do. And, and sometimes he tries to take advantage of our kindness, of our niceness. Because as Christians, we tend to be pretty nice people, pretty loving people. And so, you know, the enemy will take advantage of that. So you got to be careful because you don't want to be walked all over either. And, you know, there's a time to stand and, and you know, push back. Uh, but you do it in an above-the-line manner. So even though you're pushing back, the Lord is our defense. He goes before us. And we have to always maintain. This is very challenging, but I'm going to tell you why it's a good thing. We have to maintain the fruit of the Spirit because the Bible says you know them by their fruit. So one of the biggest things that's happening here is the world is watching the church, okay? And, and people are watching you. They know you're a Christian. And there's been a lot of people that have dirtied the name Christian, okay? In fact, I've even thought at times, maybe we should go to like, you know, back to the original term, followers of the way, uh, because the name Christianity has been so dirtied up, unfortunately, by a bunch of people that have tried. But that's the enemy's plan. You know, we know that. He wants to discredit the church. He wants to make all preachers look like they're scandalous or they're, you know, about money or, you know, whatever the case may be that a lot of people talk about with preachers and pastors and, you know, and, and this, this mainstream kind of narrative that they're pushing, like there's always a scandal, there's always this. Well, that's all the devil's plan. He's the accuser of the brethren. So, of course, uh, Christianity and pastors and Christians are going to be the number one target of the adversary because if he can discredit us, then the world will think, oh, well, Satan doesn't exist, the Bible isn't real, you know, and people can just, you know, divulge and do whatever they want in their sins and live a sinful life, and they don't have the conviction of the, you know, the sin. So that, that's one of the main reasons why people say, well, why do people want to have their heads buried? In the sand, why don't they want to know facts? Why don't they want to know truth? Well, in today's world, there's actually an alternative truth. You know, they're talking about your truth and your truth. No, there's one truth. That's the real truth. Uh, there, there's not different truths. You know, there's truth. That's it. There's facts and truth, and they're the same. You know, and so, but what they're trying to do, and the, and the devil's been doing this since the Garden of Eden, uh, where he's tried to discredit Christians and and confuse Christians and confuse. The word of God. Did he really say to eat from that tree? Did he really say not to eat from that tree? You know, always put a little bit of doubt. In fact, if you think of a court case, 
How do you win a court case? You just have to have reasonable doubt. And that's what the enemy does. He tries to put in a little bit of doubt. You know, maybe, uh, maybe you can't trust that Pastor Coconado because this or that or, you know, an accusation, you know, that'll, that'll be lobbed. I'm just using me as an example, but it's the same with you. People will try to discredit you. They'll try to, you know, and, and they do that because honestly, if you're walking in the Holy Spirit and you're walking in righteousness and you're walking in the anointing, you bring conviction. You bring conviction upon them. Okay, and when you enter the room, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but if there's a bunch of people doing stuff they shouldn't be doing and you enter the room, immediately the conviction of the Spirit comes upon them, okay? And so a real Bible-believing Christian that's, that's living a, a righteous, set-apart lifestyle, that, that's exuding the fruit of the Holy Spirit, brings conviction. So when you see these things happen to you, you know, I know that some people, you know, some preachers don't tell you, but, li- you know, living as a Christian is not easy. Okay, but it's, it's fulfilling, it's rewarding, and ultimately it's what we need to do in order to live eternally uh, with Jesus Christ. We've got to live as a believer in Jesus Christ. We've got to operate in righteousness. We've got to be saved and set free and healed and delivered to the best of our ability. It doesn't mean we're perfect, but we're repentant. We're living a lifestyle of repentance. So, so the, the main battle here is for people's souls. Everything is about souls. If you think about it, everything that's going on in the world right now, all the deception, all the lies of the enemy, all the perversion of the enemy, you know, there's 56 genders, marriage isn't really between a man and a woman, you know, all these different things. It's all a perversion to, to change the actual intent of the Lord to pervert it. I mean, there's so many things that you probably can think of that have been perverted, that were once, you know, pure and holy, and, and what happened was the enemy perverted them. And so a lot of people are walking around in deception. A lot of people, and so when, when a Bible-believing, spirit-filled Christian comes on the scene, okay, and you step into a room, okay, what I mean by Christian is a real follower of Christ, a member of the ecclesia, the body of Christ. When you step into a situation, when you step into a room, conviction happens, something changes. It's like that scripture, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? The atmosphere literally shifts, friends, okay? And, and, and that's where, so there's this battle between light versus darkness. And that's everything that's going on right now, whether it's political or all the things that we're seeing in the, in the corporate media and you know, all the different things in our society. And, and this is global. Uh, this is a battle of light versus darkness. And so if you're feeling more pressure, if you're feeling, you know, this last year, if you've had a more stressful year than before, you're feeling the oppression, you're, you're feeling maybe depression trying to come on you. You know, you feel sometimes anxiety or overwhelmed. That's because the, the spirit of Antichrist is rising in the world as we get very close to the end of days here. And we may even be in the end of days, but I'm saying until, until the return of the Lord. And so the spirit of Antichrist is rising. So when you're feeling that pressure and what God, I believe, is doing, he's allowing us to almost be trained right now. You know, it's like when you go to the gym, you know, and you get right in there and it's like you don't just lift the big barbell right away. You don't just get in there and, you know, you have to kind of gradually, you know, get in there. So I think that's what this season is, is the Lord is allowing us, especially in the Western world where we're not used to persecution, okay? And all of a sudden there's like persecution light that's happening, but it's intensifying and we're seeing things intensifying and we know in our spirit that something's happening. We know things are shifting. We know the hour is getting late. And at the same time, you're feeling this extra pressure. Well, you feel the pressure because if you're standing on the word of God, if you're a true Bible-believing Christian that hungers and thirsts for righteousness and you want to be exuding the fruit of the Holy Spirit, yeah, you're going to feel that pressure. And, you, and maybe no one's ever told you about it, but you're going to experience spiritual warfare as well. Now, the good news is even in the midst of this, we have the victory and we have the authority to cancel 
the assignments in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we can bind and we can loose and we can cancel. Hallelujah. And we're able to trample on the scorpions and devils and we have victory and we have authority. But that's why I'm such a big proponent of, of living out holiness because the Bible says, be ye holy for I'm holy. But there's something that comes along with living a righteous manner, friends. And that's why it's such a big deal is the authority the authority that you have. So as I said, you walk in the room and there's a change, there's a shift in the atmosphere. It's powerful. People get convicted, okay, just by your presence because they're watching your life. They're watching, it's not just the words you say, they're watching your actions, okay? Very, very important is our actions. That's why the Bible says you know them by their fruit. And I will tell you, I've met some, some ministers that were prominent ministers and we got in the green room and I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I understand why there's a mistrust of certain people in ministry. I understand uh, how the enemy has been able to plant that seed in many people of doubt and, and looking at the body of Christ because there are a lot of people that unfortunately aren't living in, in the way that they should, even those in ministry. So the Bible says you know them by their fruit, test the spirits, okay? If you see a leader, you know, I'm gonna tell you straight out, if you see me starting to operate in pride, please, please reach out to me. Pastor Todd, you know, look, I am not beyond, you know, I, I want to be corrected if I do something. I mean, I'm telling you, but I'm also accountable. I'm very accountable, okay? And I go to the Lord every day, you know, as much as I can, and I, I die to my flesh. Uh, but we're, none of us are perfect, so don't be too critical or too hard, uh, but in love, you know what I'm saying? But but that's the, I don't ever want to be one of those pastors that's like, you know, not, not you know, you can't get in touch with me and you can't share your heart. I will always have a conversation with you. I may not agree with you. Uh, we could take it to the Lord and to the elders and, and go through the word of God. And there's some people that are really vicious and mean and they're heresy hunters. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about the, the other day, uh, there was a, a woman that reached out to me. I don't know the woman, uh, but she reached out and she shared her heart about something that I had shared when I was in Phoenix. And to me, it was completely innocent. But you know what? To her, she had a conviction about it. And I went to the Lord about it, friends, because you know what? I was up at night and it started bothering me. And I felt the Lord was kind of confirming some things in what she said. And it wasn't bothering me what she said. It was bothering me about, you know, did I act in a way that I should have? Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe, you know. And so uh, I prayed about it. And I just want to tell you, and I'm not saying this for a pat on the back, but I reached out to her and I repented to her. And I said, you know what? You were right about what she said. And I took down a certain post. And so, you know, this is how we have to live. I mean, it's like the thing is, is that we're, we're iron sharpens iron and, and it's the fruit of the spirit. And I want to make sure that there's not even an appearance of evil. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm far from perfect. Okay. But what I'm saying is, you know, we, we all are here for one another. Do it in love though. Do it in kind. Don't, don't go out and gossip. Okay. See, when you do that, you don't go to the person. She did the right thing. She came to me. And by the way, it wasn't anything big. So, you know, not, not a big scandal or anything. It was just, you know, something that she just saw that she thought, hey, you know what? Uh, I, I know Pastor Todd. I respect Pastor Todd. I want to reach out to him and share my heart about this particular post. And she was right, ultimately. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not too big to admit that. You see what I'm saying? And I say this because I want you to understand this is how we all, we, she did it in love. She wasn't mean-spirited. She didn't attack me. She didn't like say, I'm unfollowing you or, you know, you're an awful person or what. She just shared in love her heart and she wrote like a paragraph. And it was, it was, I sensed that it was in love right from the beginning, but I wrestled with what she said because to me, it wasn't a big deal, uh, you know, and, um, but to her, she had a point and I prayed about it. And you know what I said? You know what? I want to avoid even the appearance of evil. And I'm going to, I'm going to go with what this woman said, because I feel like she, her heart's in the right place and she's looking out. You see what I'm saying? And so, but she did it in love. And, so, and that's what's so amazing, right? And so, you know, you got to look at this. 
the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy. Joy. How many people are upset at, at other people and they're mean-spirited and, they're, and they're, they don't have the joy? You can instantly tell in the middle of a trial, in the middle of a situation, when you see somebody that's still got a smile on their face, and I'm not telling you to fake it, but you find that real peace and you find that real joy and that's available by the Holy Spirit. You see, and if you're walking in that and, and you walk in the love, I mean, you know, and sometimes, you know, if you're not meant to bring correction to somebody, maybe, maybe you just pray about it. You know, you got to pray about the right timing. You know, it's all about God's timing. And, and so sometimes the Lord will just give you something. He'll give you an inkling or an unction to pray over somebody. Maybe, you know, and don't be like this person that's a heresy hunter that's out there just looking to attack everybody in ministry. That's not what it's about. But, but if, if there's a genuine thing that the Lord has shown you, go to the person kindly with love and share your heart. And they may receive it and they may not, but you're doing the right thing before the Lord if the Lord's told you to do that. And if the person is a, is a believer and they really have a desire to, to be walking in an upright manner, they're also gonna take it to the Lord. And they're also gonna say, you know what? Let me pray about this because you might have something there. Because see, it was done the appropriate way. It was done in love. There wasn't slander and smearing and you know, it was gossip and all that stuff is below the line. We operate above the line. This group is gonna maintain operating above the line. And as we do that, the Lord is gonna take us from glory to glory because we're operating in the fruit of the spirit and we're operating in kindness and love and the favor and the anointing and the blessing is upon us and the Lord is our defense and he will go before us and he will make our crooked path straight and he will, he will do the stuff that needs to be done. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I've shared a lot of stuff recently, like an accusation when I was in college that somebody lobbed against me and for like two months it was like, you know, hell on earth for me, I'll be honest. Uh, but I stuck it out and I didn't say I'm bailing on the church or I'm bailing on the college and seminary. And you know what? The Lord was my defense and he ended up completely vindicating me of the accusation. And uh, the person was very embarrassed and, you know, uh, it, it, there was total and complete vindication. And I still had love for the person. I didn't want to come against them. I knew it was out of their brokenness and it wasn't, you know, something that they intended to do, but, you know, they just did it out of brokenness. So we got to have forgiveness. Forgiveness is another big one. It's hard to forgive, but if we operate above the line in, in love of God, the agape love, it's, it's such a powerful love. It's such a strong love. It's a love that, that, you know what, even though they've done me wrong, I'm gonna choose to love and forgive them. It doesn't mean you gotta be best friends with them. It doesn't mean you gotta hang out with them. It doesn't even mean you gotta trust them, but you find the love in the spirit of God to, to be above the line, to be above the board. And the Lord will bless you for this. You, you find it in your heart to forgive this person, even though in, in, you know, in, in, in the flesh, you have every right to be mad. In the flesh, you have every right to attack them. But God says, operate above the line in this way. Joy, peace, patience. Patience is a big one. We are in a world, the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But we are in a world of getting things real quick, on-demand, drive-throughs, fast food, everything is real instant and quick. And so we don't like patience sometimes. And, and sometimes the Lord will give us a vision or he'll give us a word. And we just wanna go make that word happen right now. But it's not, it's not for right now. It's something that the Lord needs to do in his timing, but he's giving you the vision. And our job is to pray and to seek the Lord, all things through prayer and supplication, giving glory to God. So we're praying, we're, we're, we're inquiring of the Lord for his timing, for his direction, for his wisdom, for his strategy. Lord, is it a now thing? Is it later? How can I show up? How can I say yes to this situation? But we don't wanna make it happen out of our own strength. We wanna make sure it's the Lord because unless the Lord builds the house, what? We labor in vain. 
So we want to make sure it's the Lord's timing, his blessing, and that's why patience is super important. Kindness, kindness is important. Now, I, I told you the other day, just because somebody's nice doesn't mean they're Christian, okay? But, but being a Christian will exude kindness because that's a fruit of the Spirit. So the Lord wants us to operate in these fruits of the Spirit, but just being nice. Some people think just being nice is going to get you to heaven. It's not. The Bible says the only way is through Jesus, you got to accept Jesus. He is the one that connected us to a holy God. You know, I mean, other than that, we were born into a lifestyle of sin. You know, we have to die to our flesh daily. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we can never attain that perfection here on earth. But what we can do is accept the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. And that's how we, so niceness doesn't take you to heaven. But being a Christian, you will be kind, you will have patience, you will show the peace and the love of Jesus Christ, if that makes sense, right? Goodness. Now, goodness, listen, there's a lot of people in the name of Christianity that are doing things that are shysty, that are shady, that are manipulative. That is not goodness, okay? Goodness is, is righteousness. It's operating above the line in what you do. It's doing the right thing even when other people aren't watching because we are operating for an audience of one and that audience is Jesus the Christ. He sees all things. He knows all things. He knows what we did. He knows what we're doing. He knows what we're about to do. So, you know, look, we're operating for that audience of one. We wanna make sure that we're living in a righteous manner. We're operating even when people aren't watching. That's very hard. Okay, but even when people aren't watching, do the right thing. God sees it all. And unfortunately, the demonic also sees it all. And that's why they say, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? Because they see if you're engaging in repetitive sin, you know, and you expect to walk in the anointing and the flow of the Holy Spirit, it's not going to happen. Okay, if you want to walk in the flow and the anointing, then you got to live a righteous manner. You got to spend time in the secret place. Now, the Bible says the gifts come without repentance. So that means you do have the gifts and you don't want to bury those gifts. But if you want to walk in the anointing, the anointing is very special. It's very powerful. It, it came in, in, in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit. We're filled with the Spirit of God when we accepted Jesus in our heart. And that gives us the anointing. But we want to make sure that we're not in repetitive sin, uh, where we're unrepentant, because that is going to block. We're going to be like that, you know, who are you? We don't want to be a who are you. We want to be a Peter and a Paul, right? How do you be a Peter and a Paul? You walk in righteousness. You operate in the fruits of the Spirit. The Bible says, test the spirits and you know them by their fruits. So people are watching. Remember going into 2022, people are watching. They're watching not only what we say, they're watching what we do. They're watching what we do. And the, and the biggest testimony to some of these unbelievers, to our children that are in the world, to people that, that, that are in our lives that we love, that we want to see them come to know Jesus, have a relationship with Jesus, we want to make sure because they're watching our lifestyle. They're watching how we act. They're watching how we respond. And we want to live in a righteous manner. So that goodness is a big deal, okay? The next one is faithfulness. Faithfulness. Listen, I'm going to tell you, you ever seen like a real faithful dog? I'm just kidding. You know, loyal, faithful, like, isn't that the coolest thing? You know, like a loyal dog, he's protecting you. He loves you. He looks up, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, isn't that great? Well, we want to be faithful. We don't want to be a dog, okay? But we want to be faithful. We want to be loyal. We, we don't want to be looked at as one of these shysty, manipulative people, okay? We don't want to be looked at as one of these, you know, below the line people that are doing all this shady stuff. And there's a lot of that going on. And so the Bible says, you know them by their fruit. People are watching. They're testing the spirits. We don't want to be a who are you. We want to be like a Peter and Paul. How do we do that? We operate in the gifts. We operate in, in the fruit, okay? All these things are a testimony of who we are and our identity in Jesus Christ. And it's so important. So the faithful part is, is big. 
you know, I love people. Do you love people? I love people, okay? And, and I'm going to tell you, like, I'm the kind of friend and I'm the kind of pastor that, you know, if you hang around for 10 years or 15 years, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be here because I love you, okay? And God loves you. And if somebody did me dirty and then I have an open door policy, they did me real dirty, okay? And I'm not saying that, like, you know, it doesn't mean there's not repercussions. I mean, if they did something really bad, trust me, if you mess with my mom or, you know, my family or whatever, you know, my daughter, you're going to get messed with, you know? I mean, I'm still human, right? But the thing is, is that, like, I'm also going to forgive, though, those that have done me dirty, those that have done, you know, accusations, gossip, lie, slander. If they come to me and they say, Todd Coconato, I have had an encounter with the Holy Spirit, uh, I was wrong in what I did. I did you dirty, but I'm repenting to you. I'm going to give them the forgiveness. It's the hardest thing sometimes. It's absolutely the hard. When I got stabbed nine times, it was so hard for me to forgive the guy that stabbed me. It's probably one of the hardest things for me to do. But the Lord said, forgive him. And, and so, you know, somebody's done something real bad to you, but they come and they, and they repent to you. We don't need to hang around them. We don't need to trust them. We don't need to be their best friend. But forgiveness is key. Okay, and, 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 and that, you know, showing that fruit. This, this is one of the hardest things, but the Lord will bless you for it. Okay, the Lord will bless you for it. You will be walking in the favor of the, of the Lord for doing this. So it's not even that you're doing it for the other person. You're doing it for yourself, honestly, okay? Because what it does is it frees you up from carrying this burden, from carrying this baggage. And sometimes we can get ensnared. You know, somebody did us wrong. We can get ensnared. We can just get obsessed with them and, and start, you know, being all worried about what they're doing. And don't worry about it. They're walking their own journey. Okay. And now if they haven't repented and they've done you dirty, bless them. You know, say, Lord, I pray that they would repent. I pray that they would turn from their unrighteousness. But you don't have to be obsessed with them or be like, you know, trying to follow everything that they're doing. Just bless them and let them go. And you move forward in the Lord. You move forward in what the Lord has in your life because no one could take the mantle off of you. Okay, no one can take the anointing and the mantle off of you but you, okay? If you start getting involved and going below the line and start, you know, doing the jabs and doing all the bad stuff and, and getting in the dirt with that person, then what's gonna happen is you're, you're gonna be outside of the, of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And people are gonna start watching. They're gonna start noticing it, you know? So, so it, when we're going through that, that's when a lot of people really perk up and they say, okay, let's see if this person's really the real deal. Let's see if this, you know, when you're going through a hard time or, you know, a season where it seems like all, you know, everything's stacked against you or you're in one of those valley moments, you're not on a mountaintop, you're in a valley, people are watching and they're saying, okay, this person professes to be a Christian. This person professes to have faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God. They're professing to have faith, but here they are in their trial and look, they're caving. We saw a lot of that in the, in the pandemic, right? Some of these pastors, some of these churches, some of these Christians that just started caving. And it was shocking to many of us, right? Like, oh my gosh. But then we also saw the real deal people. And we saw the people that truly had faith. And we saw the people that were willing to stand in the middle of it all and, and look at the mountain and say, move in Jesus' name. We, we saw the people that truly had a relationship with Jesus. I believe that's you. And if it's not you, I'm gonna give you an opportunity in just a few minutes here, okay? But we saw the real deal people. And I believe God is separating the wheat from the chaff. It's a very important time in the body of Christ right now. It's unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetime. And God is doing this for a reason because he's coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. That's why it's so important that we understand the fruit of the spirit and we exude that because honestly, as much as it might bless another person, it brings favor and blessing on us. It brings favor and blessing on us. If we can forgive and we can walk above the line and we can, we can now no one gets it right. I'm gonna tell you that right now. No one gets it 100% right. But there are people, and I'm sure you've met people like this in your life, there are people that do a pretty pretty good job. 
and, and they're a blessing. And you can watch their life and say, you know, I can see that person is a believer. They have a strong faith. Isn't it powerful when you see somebody going through a trial and yet you see them standing on the promise of God? Isn't that powerful? Doesn't that just say so much about their character? Doesn't that just say so much about their faith? Because to me, it says they're the real deal. Like, okay, they're not just talk. They're actually doing it. You know, when somebody is not just talking, there's a lot of people that are just talk, you know, but when somebody's acting it out, when somebody's living it out, when they're walking in a righteous manner and they're truly, and by the way, I just want to share this right now. Do I get all these things right? No. <laughs> okay. Not all the time, but do I try my best? Yes. Do I have an active prayer life where I go in the secret place every single day? Yes. Do I inquire of the Holy Spirit every day? Yes. Okay. I do. And so what happens is I get chastised sometimes from the Holy Spirit. I get corrected. Uh, some elders or mentors in my life may give me a call and give me a little correction. So none of us get it perfect. But what the thing is, is our desire, our wholehearted desire to try to get it right, to try to walk in a righteous manner, the best that we can, okay? So we, we can't be so hard on ourselves and we can't be so hard on others because we've got to remember God is a God of mercy. But at the same time, there's been a movement in the body of Christ for many years now. I call it the extreme grace movement, where it's like they, they just say grace, 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 grace. And they don't talk about a little leaven leavens the whole lump. They don't talk about, you know, God said he'll spit you out if you're lukewarm. They don't talk about that stuff. You know, straight is the way, narrow is the gate that leads to salvation. So it's a delicate balance, but we got to be doing our part. We got to be doing our best. And that's what's going to bring the blessing and the favor. You want blessing, you want favor? People say, what's the secret sauce, Pastor Ty? It's so easy. Follow the Bible, have an active prayer life, go in the secret place, be a true Christian, okay? That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, follow the Bible, live it out, learn it, know it. Faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. If we do that and we have an active prayer life and we have an active, uh, you know, life where we're being discipled and mentored and we have an active life where we're in the word of God, we're gonna be a successful, we're gonna be set up for success, a successful Christian, that's what we want. We want long-term. Have you ever seen people that were real on fire for like a couple months or maybe a year or two and all of a sudden they're like off? What happened to that person? They just bail out. You know why? Because they left an open door somewhere. They didn't go all in. Because if you go all in and you have a true encounter with the Holy Spirit, you're not gonna wanna go back to the world because the world is full of lies. It's a lie. You're on your way to hell if you're in the world. The only way to fill the void is, is through Jesus Christ. The only way to have long-term success is through a relationship and walk with Jesus Christ. That's it. That's why this battle is so intense. That's why we're seeing an attack on Christianity. That's why we're seeing Christians in the forefront and pastors in the news and, 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 and this warfare that we're seeing in our nation and our world. It's because we have hit a precipice. We've hit, we're at like the final, you know when the movie gets to like the, the climax of the movie, you know, and it's like really exciting and you know, it's been building up, it's been building up and then all of a sudden it's like the climax of the movie and it's really exciting and things are moving fast. That's where we are on the timeline right now. Now, I'm not saying that Jesus is going to come back tomorrow or next week. No one knows the day nor the hour. But we're in the climax of history where things are exciting, but they're also getting crazy. And we can see a rise in, the, in persecution. And we can see a bunch of egregious things and demonic things. And, you know, if you, if you look at the news, you watch the movies, you even watch sports and read certain magazines. And it's all over. Propaganda, lies, trying to get us to sin, trying to get us to fornicate, trying to get us to lust. Yeah, why do you think they're coming after the kids so young now with all this sexual education and all the sexualized stuff and basically teaching pornography to grade school kids? Because the hour is so late, we're at the climax. 
And that's why the Christian going into 2022, it's the Christian that's going to be the one that goes out there. The authentic Christian, the true Christian is going to be the one that goes out and casts out and drives out. And so I'm telling you right now, friends, you're going to have persecution. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be assignments against you. I'm telling you right now, people are going to accuse because that's what Satan does. But the truth is, is that we are not victims. We are victorious. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we are victorious. We will take back the territory. Hallelujah. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. In Jesus' name, the gates of hell will not prevail. It doesn't matter how big the assignment of the adversary. It doesn't matter how big the mountain looks. God is with us. We have to understand who we are. That's why he wants us to operate above the line because he's already finished this thing. He's the potter. We're the clay. He's already finished this thing. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we're almost done here. Um, so the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and against such things there's no law. Hallelujah. We need to operate in these things. Self-control. I'm going to end with this one. Self-control. It's a big one, okay? Uh, a lot of people get angry really easy. A lot of people get annoyed real easy. You, you lack mercy. You lack grace. You lack kindness. You know, I, I see it all the time. I mean, Facebook messes with my feed all the time. Can I get angry? Sure. You know, could I get upset about all, all the censorship and the, and the lies from the pit of hell and the accusation? Yeah, we could get all, of, all upset about that. But self-control is saying, Lord, in the midst of this trial, in the midst of this temptation, in the midst of this accusation, all this stuff, all of it, I'm going to lay it down before you at the foot of the cross because I know that you're in control of my life. I know that you're with me. I know that you're fighting my battle. I know I'm victorious in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we operate above the line and we stay at that standard. And it doesn't matter what's going on around us. It doesn't matter the family members. It doesn't matter the, the job, the situation, all the different challenges that we're, we're going to have some challenges in 2022. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. There's, there's going to be a challenge. It might be a tough year. Uh, now, I'm speaking that we're going in the promised land. I'm believing we're going to see complete victory. I know that. That's the ultimate result. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. But, but in, the, in, the, in the process, there's, there's mountaintops and there's valleys. And so you might be in a, in a valley experience right now. You might be in a tough season. And, and, and it might be hard to show the love of Christ, the joy of Christ, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It might be hard. But when you do that, and when you stand on the promise of God over your life and you understand your identity in Jesus Christ and what you're able to do, you're gonna be able to have that complete victory that we often talk about because ultimately we win. We're gonna rule and reign for eternity. I've been alive 45, almost 45 years, okay? Not, you know, some people that's young, some people that's old, okay? But let me just tell you this, okay? What I've learned is that God is faithful. It may not look like you're gonna be able to get through it right now, but you will. Okay, he's, he's taken me through some of the most biggest challenges. You, you know, I'm sure you guys have had the same thing. You know, crazy challenges. But, you know, in the end, in the middle of it, it seems like it's desperate. It seems like it's never going to, there's never going to be a breakthrough. But when the breakthrough comes, when the breakthrough comes, it's complete victory. And you look back and you say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. And he's going to do something in your life. And so if you're in a situation right now where it's tough, Okay, and it's hard for you to act in, in love. It's hard for you to have joy. It's hard for you to have patience. It's hard for you to have peace. Just remember the God that you serve. Don't be a, a who are you. Be a Peter and a Paul. Take authority over the situation in Jesus' name, right? Take authority over the situation in Jesus' name. Okay, it doesn't matter. No weapon formed against you is gonna prosper. That's who you are. 
And this situation that, that seems like it's gonna take you down, it's gonna be your greatest victory. I really believe it, okay? God uses the worst situations and he turns them around for his glory. And then he allows you to minister to others and share what God did in your life. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to, he wants to give you a breakthrough. Start proclaiming it. Start declaring it over your situation. Start calling upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So we're going to go more into the fruit of the Spirit in the next couple of weeks here. But, you know, I just really want to start this new year off on the right path. We can't let this stuff bother us. We can't let this stuff bother us. Okay, it, 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 there's going to be attacks. There's going to be warfare. There's going to be accusations. There's going to be all kinds of stuff that happens, but we can't let it get us down because we've got to remember what God expects of us and what he does in return. The favor, the blessing, the anointing, and the victory. Hallelujah, the victory. Receive that victory today. Receive that victory today. Let us be above the line people. Let it, they're going to watch us. It's not just what we say. They're watching what we do. Let's operate above the line. And the blessing and the anointing and the favor will come with that. Amen? And the victory. And the victory. So we're going to pray right now two things. Number one, I want to pray if you're going through a trial, if you're going through a test, I want to pray victory over your situation. And we're going to break, break through today in Jesus' name. After that, I want to give an exception, uh, an opportunity for somebody to accept the Lord. There's somebody that's watching this and you say, you know what, Pastor, I heard what you said today. I want to walk in that complete victory. I want to have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I want to exude the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give you an opportunity to accept the Lord in just a minute here. So, so get ready, okay? Because you're about to make the biggest decision of your life. So let's pray right now in the first prayer. So Lord, in Jesus' name, I want to pray with this remnant community. And we're just believing for complete victory. We're believing for rest, peace, joy, Lord God, that joy that you talk about, which is joy unspeakable. Lord, that we would be an above-the-line people, that even though when we're attacked, even though when people come against us, we're going to stay in the virtue. We're going to stay in the holiness and the purity in the righteousness of your Holy Spirit. We're going to walk above the line and we're going to declare the victory and you're going to give us the victory. And so if somebody's in a, in a, in a valley right now, I just pray, Lord God, that you would, you would bless them today. Lord God, they leave today feeling encouraged, strengthened in their faith and that Lord, they would know you're going to get them out of that valley and they're going to have a mountaintop experience very soon because breakthrough is at hand. And we declare that and decree it in Jesus' name. Breakthrough is at hand in this situation, Lord God. Breakthrough in Jesus' name. That just means victory. That means complete victory. And so we declare it. We say yes. Your promise is yes and amen. Hope in the future. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world, Lord God. We are in it, but we're not of it. We are citizens of heaven. And so we thank you. That's who we are. We're not victims. We're victorious in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. All right, now here's the deal. This is the most important part of the service, okay? So intercessors, please be praying. We are gonna ask, and now last week, yeah, last week we had 20 people that contacted me, and I don't know how many others, that said, Pastor Todd, I accepted Jesus. And to me, that is the biggest blessing ever because it's the biggest decision you will make here on this earth is accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord, your personal Savior. That's how you win. You wanna know how you win? Ultimately, that's how you win, Okay. And so the key is you got to accept Jesus. He says he stands at the door of your heart knocking. All you got to do is let him in. Will you let him in today? Will you accept him in your heart as your Lord and Savior? We're going to pray this prayer together. So if you want to do that today, you want to step out of a light, uh, a life of misery, of darkness, of hopelessness, and you want Jesus to come in your heart and fill you. He's the ultimate void filler. He saved a wretch like me. I was messed up. I was in Hollywood. I was messed up. And God saved me, restored me, and took me to places I never could even imagine because that's what he does, okay? And if you've been hurt in the church, listen, I know it's, it's hard, 
Okay, but the thing is, is that the Lord desires a personal relationship. It's not about a name, a ministry, a, a, a person. It's about a one-on-one -on -one relationship with the Holy God. So forget about whatever happened. It, it was never, you know, I repent to you on behalf of any pastor. If somebody did hurt you, and I know, it, you know, sometimes it doesn't help. You say, well, that, you're not the person. I get it. But forgive them. Forgive them today. Because this is about your soul. This is about your future. It's not about them. The Lord will deal with them. They're going to have to stand before, every person is going to stand before the Lord one day. Okay, there's going to be a judgment day and everybody's going to stand before the Lord and they're going to have to answer for whatever they did. Okay, so, so you don't have to worry about that. They're going to have to answer for what they did. But for you, what you got to worry about is making sure that you have Jesus as your personal Lord and your personal Savior and that you're, you're on your way to heaven. So, you know, if you were to die, if you were to get killed, if Jesus were to come back, are you sure that you're on your way to heaven? Why would you go into 2022 unsure? Why don't you make the decision today? So let's just pray. Pray this prayer with me if you wanna accept Jesus today, okay? I really believe God has you here for a reason today. Yes, I'm talking to you, okay? He has you here for a reason today. Will you pray this prayer? Just say this, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross for me. Jesus, come into my heart, be my Lord, and be my savior. I accept you into my heart today. I will never go back. I, I, will, I will serve you all the days of my life. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, angels are rejoicing right now for those of you that have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Angels are rejoicing right now. God is rejoicing. Hallelujah. I want to hear from you. If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, get, shoot me a text, please. 818. 470-7963. I'm going to say it again. 818-470-7963. Shoot me a text. Say, Pastor Todd, this morning I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I want to pray with you if I can or, you know, do whatever I can to, to, to help you on the next steps of your journey with Jesus Christ. It's the most important thing you could ever do. Bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Powerful morning. Have an amazing rest of the day. I can't wait to share with you uh, some of the things that the Lord is going to be doing this next year. I hope this blessed you. I hope it encouraged you today. Stand on the promise of God. He's with you even until the end of the age. Amen. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.